Hey folks, welcome to the show. It's episode 12 for the week of March 19th. This is another Disney podcast. Guess what, guys? What? It what? is St. Patrick's Day, even though it's 9.30 at night, if you, you guys already are wondering. Know it is. Did anybody have any green adult beverages or green hamburgers, something like um, that? That's pretty no. nasty. Well, they make them. Remember when we went to Paris? Didn't, weren't the hamburger buns that I had, like they were green. It was like during the Halloween time stuff. I mean, yeah, but it was still nasty looking. It was, it was good. I mean, you're right. You're not wrong. Hey, we're so excited that you're here. Uh, we are uh, in episode 12. Nothing special happens for episode 12. No. Other, like, then this is some big changes that we've had coming that actually have started this evening. We'll talk about that more in a minute. But Brandon, how is our ADP Attraction Madness tournament going? So Attraction Madness is looking awesome. So as you know, we started this last Friday and it's going to go through this Friday. We've got people voting for Disney World attractions and we have people voting for Disneyland attractions. Right now, it looks like kind of the heavy hitters are uh, leading, as you would expect, even in the college basketball tournament, you know, the higher seeds uh, or the lower seeds usually win the first round games. And that's kind of what's going on with our uh, attractions. Just to give you an idea of a couple, looks like the Haunted Mansion is definitely sticking it to Dumbo right now. And as we talked about last week, Dumbo is in my top five. So it kind of pains my soul I bet you voted that for it's it. losing. But, you know, we'll let it go. Some interesting ones, Tower, and Terror, Tower of Terror and Everest are running neck and neck right now. Uh, and, uh, one one that I thought was kind of funny is Little Mermaid is destroying the three caballeros. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I was, I was so like, going to vote for the three caballeros. Who voted for Trace Caballeros? And then I was like, uh, I can't do it. My daughter loves Little Mermaid. But I was going to do it. I tried. I tried. I couldn't do it. Yes, indeed. And then on our lower bracket, Disneyland bracket, like we talked about, the bigger the bigger rides are definitely taking it right now. But it looks great. Remember, guys, the first round is going to end by the time you hear this on Friday. Yes. So just make sure that you uh, get out there and vote so we can oh, have yeah. a great second round. Yeah, round two will be live once you hear this. Oh, show. Prizes to be won, folks. Prizes to be won. For sure. For sure. Okay. We um, we finally did it. Yeah. We, we, uh, we launched video tonight so this is our first video episode we're still trying to figure out how we're going to do this if we're gonna at, well we know it'll be on our facebook page and our youtube channel on friday so they'll launch simultaneously with the podcast but i haven't decided should we do like a video feed for our podcast i mean i i think you can add that like i know lots of podcasts that do video they have a separate feed for their video that's a thing right I'm not just making that up. Yeah, that's a thing. I feel like I'm making that up. I don't know. I don't know how difficult that is. I don't know if it's weird starting like in the middle of like a show and hey, we added video, but everybody has done that, right? I'm sure most people started off podcasts as audio. Hey, Matthew, figure it out. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, Matthew does it. I lot. agree. Like I, you guys are the tech people. I just show my pretty face. <laughs> And do what you like, tell me. I oh, just we can do this now. Look at Brandon's beautiful face. 
Isn't it great? Ugh. Look at that. If you're listening, go to YouTube or Facebook and yeah. just go look at it. It's so great. It's beautiful. It's also apparently ugly sweater night. <laughs> I forgot to tell the guys. Yeah, I didn't get the memo. Um, in case you're wondering, for the audio version, let me give a great explanation. It is an all-black sweater mm. with earwax gold on the sleeves and mm-hmm. around the bottom, and I believe the neckline a little bit. Mm. And then it says Walt Disney World in red, and then it has a castle on the sleeve. Brandon earlier said it looked like fire. It does. It looks like dragon fire. Like yes. If I could see the rest of your sleeve, it's like Pete's dragon was there and it's like a fire. That's, that's way cooler than this sweater looks. So <laughs> we're going for it. <laughs> okay. So a couple more housekeeping things. This one's a big one. So we love doing this show. And personally, I, I want to do it more than once a week. So I have suckered these guys into creating more content for you guys. So here's what's going to happen. We are starting Patreon. So when you hear this, this will be live. And I believe it's at, I changed the URL, Matthew. I believe it is at patreon.com forward slash ADPOD. We dropped the FM. So patreon.com forward slash ADPOD. Yeah. We're not on FM radio, so. No, but I, I, it's, I don't know why we chose it. A lot of podcasts use that FM thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to have two tiers. Um, $5 tier and a $10 tier. No, that's me. <laughs> so we're going to figure out how to get you some cool content that will literally start this Friday when you log in. It's going to be awesome. Okay. So let's define what this is. So the, you'll be able to see when you go on the $5 tier, it's basically a whole bunch of stuff that, and the only thing that's different from the $10 tier is we're going to send you some some goodies so we some just cool stuff we ordered some new stickers and so they're they were holographic but matthew said no 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 iridescent <laughs> so i guess these are our 50th anniversary theme stickers that we'll send you guys if you join us at the ten dollar tier i'm sure. yeah and we also have I mean, a little you get a piece of the magic <laughs> <laughs> there you go easy day uh, for a way lot for way cheaper than $159 for a one day pass, one day ticket. Um, and we also have little like pins. I should have had one. They're like little like pins. They're great. They're a little logo with the microphone. Oh, one sec. I think Matthew's going to grab one while he does that. I am going to go and to search <laughs> for what our Patreon <laughs> stuff is. Cause I have no idea. Band Brandon, keep the people entertained. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep you all entertained. What would you like to hear? We didn't start the fire? <laughs> yes, to go along with my sweater. My <laughs> ugly sweater. We didn't start the fire on your sleeve. That's right. Sweater. Okay, here we go. I finally found it. Here we go. The $5 tier. You will get a podcast shout out. You will also get exclusive content that will be on Patreon. You will also have the opportunity for digital downloads. And... You'll be able to be a part of our private community, and we're going to do live streams maybe mm. once a month, maybe. And maybe. so that's at the $5 tier. And then the $10 tier, a little bit different other than, so I talked about the pin and the sticker, but you'll also have the opportunity to become, uh, for lack of a better term, a co-owner of another Disney podcast. And so what that means is you'll get a access to exclusive Q&As and direct show input through different surveys and, and live conversations that we'll have specific 
specifically for you, words are hard. So you get to give us your ideas on what we, the direction we take the show. And because you paid us, we have to listen to you. It's pretty simple. Did you see the little decoration I have on my uh, my mic now? Oh, I did. That's nice. That's what the pen looks mm, like. That's the pen. Subtle. Fancy. Very. No one saw what you did there. (laughs) So, yes, there'll be some things there when you listen to the show. Thank you for supporting us already. I know yeah. that my, my yes, mom's, mom's going to do it. My wife's going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hey, if you can't put your money, <laughs> if you can't put your money where your mouth is, don't ask the people to give any money. Correct. Correct. Okay. Let's talk about some of the extra content that we're going to offer. If we're going to make people pay for this stuff, we can probably tell them what we're doing. So we're going to have one thing that we're going to do for sure. Every month is a 30 minute live discussion on our private Facebook page. So that could be anything from a continuation from an episode that we had that month, something that we just wanted to go deeper with. It could be just something silly where we get on and say, hey, ask us anything and we can do a Q&A, any of that kind of stuff. So it'll be broad ranging. It'll be kind of whatever we want to talk about, but that's something that you're going to get once a month for 30 minutes. Brandon? Yeah. And another thing that I'm super excited that we're going to be able to bring to you is that at least once a month, I'm going to hop on and I'm going to do a live Q and a from one of the parks. So I'll jump on there. Uh, and you guys will be able to ask any questions you, you know, if you want me to go check out a section of the park, that'll be cool to go see, uh, you know, I'll be there for you and maybe it'll be, you know, a half hour session once a month, but just a live Q and a at the parks just to get, you know, people who can't be there. We want them to feel like they are there. So just to bring a little joy into people's lives and then, you know, generic park trips, you know, I'll do a couple of those a month, maybe whenever I hit the park, I I will uh, do some, some live video just so, so our patrons patreons can see what's going on at the park and if there's something new i'm gonna hopefully be one of the first people to bring it to you yes so i'm super excited about that it's gonna be fun when you go live one of the things that i implore our patreon people to do is please figure out what park he's in and ask him questions about every park except for the one that he's in hey take us to (laughs) here when he's clearly not in that park please do that to him brandon will absolutely love it that would be great for sure i would say give me 10 minutes i'll drive to animal kingdom and look at the tree of life (laughs) well i know another thing that i thought uh you know i've seen this uh for a couple of things that i'm actually a patron for um but I've thought, you know, Dave is a photographer. He loves uh, going into the parks and taking pictures. And I thought, Dave, people love phone wallpapers and you take really good photos. So yeah. you should uh, you should turn those into wallpapers for the people's phones. So that's another uh, that's another perk benefit that you get uh, for being a patron. Yeah. Yeah. I have a really nice potato camera. It takes amazing pictures. <laughs> You're going to love them. (laughs) So, yeah, that's going to be awesome. I know Dave does take fantastic pictures, so you guys are going to love those wallpapers. I know we got a couple uh, that I've seen so far, and they look awesome, so I'm I'm happy to see what what the people out there think. Yeah, man, they're free. So something else we're going to do, you know, for our our Patreons is we're going to do a couple full – extra content shows, right? We're going to, we're going to do some shows where we break down some topics that we think people want to hear about. So one of the ones I'm really, really super excited about is a show 
where we're going to tell you what we love about Disney, why we fell in love with Disney. And hopefully some of the reasons we fell in love with Disney is the same reasons you guys did. So we're going to get those rolling super, super soon. The first one you guys are going to hear is Matthew. He's going to bring us his reasons why he loves Disney. And so that's going to roll out, uh, you know, in a row. You'll yeah. hear Matthew, then you'll hear Dave maybe, and then you'll hear me. But we just want to share our love for Disney with you guys. So that's going to be super cool. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Well, I know I'm really excited to do those. I know another one that we get to do, uh, we are going to do, we call it the fives. The fives. And um, what the fives is, is basically it's a bunch of different shows um, basically signifying like these are our top five. Uh, I know we'll probably do this top five Magic Kingdom attractions or top five restaurants in World Showcase or, you know, things like that. So, yeah, that's five. that's pretty simple. Five best bathrooms. But yeah, the yeah. fun. And we gave quick you guys shows. a little taste of it. We yeah. gave you a little taste of it last week. But That's true. We did. To, we're going to try to come up with some unique uh, fives, you know, that aren't just the normal stuff like top five rides or top yeah. five desserts. We're going to we're going to try to come up with some cool stuff for you guys. For sure. For sure. Now, we're not going to tell you everything that we're going to do, but I'll give you one more. So another little short show that we'll do is that we're going to we have effectively calling it dope or nope and so that's simply we're going to pick a list of random disney related things whatever they are and so it's going to be do we think it's dope or do we think it gets a nope and so that's it and so i think it'll bring about some fun conversations and maybe you'll get to see a little bit more of our personality come out especially now that we're on video oh yeah and all of these will be on video for our patreon channel yeah they will moving forward great for sure i feel like i'm awkwardly looking over like i can I can look at you. I don't have to be like a robot and be like, it feels like, you I don't know if neck. people can tell, but we're not in the same room at all. Nope. What are you? We're uh, not in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I have for you guys. Um, this will come in more to play as we get to the end of our ADP attraction madness. And that is, we now have a phone number that you can call us. Ooh. I forgot to make a lower third. So Matthew can't put it on the screen, <laughs> but we can do it next time. Okay, it is. Um, so you can call in Texas and leave a, leave us a message, whatever it is. And so it is 757-563-4742. 757-563-4742. Call us, leave us a message. It won't ring. It'll just You'll just hear oh, me saying, hey, kind of thanks for calling. And we're so excited to whatever you want to share with us. And maybe we'll even put it on the show. Something like that. So if you ever want to call and leave us a voice message or a text message. It's literally it is, on the screen in your face. Oh. It's on your face. Here. Here. And so this is actually what we'll use to pick the winner of the ADP Attraction Madness. Dude, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with the uh, housekeeping. What? Yes, I'm so done. You got anything else? This house is now clean. The house is clean. <laughs> it's so clean. Can we leave the house? Can we go to the parks? Yes, let's go. Oh, I let's love it. Let's go to the parks. Well, this week, guys, we hit the one-year anniversary of our last day of normal. So Crazy. March 15th, 2020 was the last day that there were any uh, fireworks in the parks. Uh, you know, and so it was our two-week <laughs> it was our, our two-weeks mandate that we went home and hunkered down. Mm -hmm. We all know how that worked out. And for Walt Disney World, it actually was four months before guests could walk down Main Street again. So what is crazy is that 
it was a really special night at Magic Kingdom. You guys remember this? Mm-hmm. Like, so after Happily Absolutely. Ever After, rest in pieces, uh, ended, there were basically every character that they have a costume for, <laughs> and Josh Tomorrow, not in costume, uh, waving goodbye to all of the guests that were leaving the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And it was really phenomenal. Like, I'll never forget that moment. I wasn't there, but <laughs> seeing it online, it was really cool. <laughs> so obviously, we're turning a corner here. I'm beyond excited that we're turning a corner here. But this begs the question, That's fellas. The question. What is the question? What is one thing you guys are excited to welcome back from each park? Now, let me get more specific. Okay. So... Something because because the parks on the East Coast are open, but what's something that is not back yet that you're excited to welcome back? I, I'll, I'll go for us first if that makes it easier. So I will start in Epcot, and at Epcot, here's what I think I'm looking forward to the most: the performers. I, I think that the performances that happen around World Showcase are an integral part of all that back there with world shakers i mean i think of the the mime guy and the cook guy were they france who like he yeah yeah, he stacked up like 47 chairs and stood on one leg and and the uh, the cook dude was blowing a whistle all the time and then of course the drums at japan but i think that went away beforehand but i think i don't know yeah one Um, one can dream so so for me at epcot i am so hoping and looking forward to the performer, the performers coming back along world showcase. Who wants yeah, to go next? I agree. I'll go. And I think mine's totally like frat boyish, but I can't wait to be able to walk around with a beer and experience the world showcase while being able to walk around with food and drink. Um, I too love the performers, but it's something's taken away when you can't enjoy your food or beverage while strolling. When you have to stop, eat or drink, put a mask on, stroll to the next place. Something's taken away from the experience. So for me, it's just the freedom to roam as you will, or as you wish and enjoy those things. So in Epcot, I'm looking forward to strolling freely. Cool. Nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Um, for me, I um, you know, I I'm not necessarily one to say that like it's not a Disney day unless I dot 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 because that's just not how I roll. But I really miss nighttime spectaculars, so I'm really excited for them to come back for sure. So harmonious. Uh, I'm really excited for that to start. Yeah. Well, that like October first. Mm-hmm. Yep. Along with Remy's Ratatouille. Yep. Adventure. Mm-hmm. Felt like it left. Okay, so now I have to go to the next park. Um, Magic Kingdom. I, I To me, Magic Kingdom has the most... Um, what is it? Uh, Brandon, I did this so wrong last week. What is it? Memory Maker? Is that the photo thing that they do? Photo Pass. So close. Yes, Memory Maker. Yeah, Memory Maker. Photo Pass. So I... I I am so looking forward to taking pictures at Magic Kingdom with no mask. 
Like, I mean, it was cool to go and document that, like to be there, like, hey, remember kids when we did this and when they're all grown up and married and remember that crazy time in the world? But I'm so excited to just go back and take like a bunch of normal pictures. I mean, that's one of the, my favorite things about the annual pass is to be able to get Memory Maker included for that. And so even as somebody who always drags the camera and 13 lenses with the marks everywhere I go, it's so nice to get those shots that you don't have to think about it, worry about it, do it, edit it, nothing, it's done. So that's mine. Yeah. I would, yeah, and I'm go uh, ahead, man. No, you go, Brandon. Okay. I was just going to say I'm going to echo Matthew's sentiment from Epcot and I'm going to say I can't wait for the nighttime spectacular to come back to Magic Kingdom. So, yeah. one, I love fireworks. I loved happily ever after when it was going. Yeah. Anytime I was in the park, I made sure I had a prime spot for happily ever after. So, yeah, I can't wait for that. That coupled with the fact that I live less than a mile from Magic Kingdom and I can watch it from my backyard, it's magical every single time. I play the music on my phone or in my, you know, from my backyard as soon as I hear the fireworks start. So Magic Kingdom, definitely nighttime spectacular. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And, you know, I will say that, like, uh, right now, you know, I, I hate saying it this way because it just feels selfish, but, like, I feel like the um, parks are limiting the amount of time my family likes to go spend in the parks um, because face masks, and I'm not saying that face masks need to go away because they need to stay. They are good. I like them. Um, but it's going to be nice for when they're not necessary. Um, so, yeah, that's another one for me. It's nice. Good. Let's yeah. go to uh, Hollywood Studios. For me, I know that this is a touchy subject for some folks, but that is a park that needs the FastPass system. So I am so excited for FastPasses to come back because that is such a popular uh, park right now, by far the hottest park right now. And then you've got so the attractions in Batu, you've got the attractions in toy story land it's just those are just long waits no matter how you look at it and so that was definitely a bonus especially with littles like 60 minutes plus is a ha is a long time for kiddos to stand in line and so i know it's just a small portion of your day but for me fast passes back especially at hollywood studios i would agree and and i think hollywood studios i would say the performers yeah uh you know, when they, when this all happened and they had to let people go, you lost the citizens of Hollywood. You lost, uh, obviously Indiana Jones, but you lost little things like the marching band, uh, at toy story land and the toy soldiers. So I'm excited for those things to come back. It's always fun to take pictures with the green army men, uh, you know, and, and, you know, see people interacting with the marching band. So I'm super excited and hope that they would bring back the citizens of Hollywood, the performers to Hollywood studios, please. Yeah. And, uh, for me, yeah, I, I was actually kind of going down the same route. I, you know, the one heart and soul of Hollywood studios are those performers, but like I miss, uh, beauty on the beat or beauty, beauty on the beat. That's a new show. All right. Yes. Is that, is, did that, did they announce that today? Uh, yeah. You know, uh, no, uh, I, I mean, I miss 
Beauty and the Beast, like, uh, and uh, Indiana Jones, like, I miss those. I, I'd be excited for those to come back. They're always such fun shows to just go and watch. Um, so that, that'll be awesome. But on top of that, uh, I mean, I already said Nighttime Spectaculars, but uh, Fantasmic. Bring it back. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm surprised there hasn't been more talk about that. Early on, I thought we... I thought that would be the first one. It still could be the first one back. I mean, they yeah. talked about Harmonious. It still is October 1, but um, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, Animal Kingdom. Man, I, I don't know. That one is, uh, I mean, I don't want to lean on Fast Pass again, but I mean, obviously with Flight of Passage, that's great. But Flight of Passage isn't insane right now, especially if you go during the week. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, right. spring break. Once spring break, it's over, but... Um, you know, I don't. I don't know. You know what mine is? Yeah, you go. I should have thought this through better. What mine is it actually has to do with flight of passage. Um, I am excited, and this is a, another one that's kind of as a whole. But um, it's not that I'm excited to get closer in line. It's I'm excited for relaxed social distancing from the fact that cues are up all over the parks now because they're not able to use the actual queue space um, as it was yeah. intended. And so it's just, I'm, I'm ready for the parks not to be as cramped because there's queue lines all over the place. So that'll be helpful. And so that's what I thought about for animal kingdom. Um, just like you can go in and um, you'll, you'll eventually bump into the line of flight of passage, which was true the first two or three hours of the morning anyways. But now, I mean, it's well into Harambe. Yeah. It's right outside so, the, the Lion yeah. King. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, it's down there. It's it, almost to the safari. It'll, it'll be nice when that's done. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Nice. And mine is, is kind of goes along with that relaxed social distancing that you were talking about, Matthew. I can't wait for them to take the plexiglass down on the safari. The safari is my favorite ride and the plexiglass, it lessens the experience. It Preach. limits the view that you have. And you know, you got to make sure you sit on a side or else you're not going to see very much. So yeah. I'm just looking forward to relaxed social distancing that allows them to take down the plexiglass from many rides, just so you can get the full experience of that ride or that attraction. And, and cues like it keeps it so safe but at the same time it's ugly i'm sorry like they can't so make it look nice like as much theming and painting that they can do with right. the you know the metal frames that they have to put up like there's that but on top of that like i think of you know kilimanjaro safari is actually a really good example of like it is dirty I mean, it's nasty. The plexiglass is gross. Yeah. Yeah. And like another one that I think about is um, uh, uh, Frozen Ever After. I mean, yes. you, oh, can't, you yeah. can't see anything. Disgusting. And so um, that that's going to be really nice for sure to have go. Away. I agree. I agree with that. I agree. Okay. I have mine. I have mine. We're ready. Even though, and Audrey, this is for you. Even though... The nighttime spectacular at 
It wasn't really a spectacular. Rivers of Light was amazing. I loved it. Even though that's gone, that part comes alive at night. And with these reduced hours, there's barely any time that you can spend after sunset. And now that the time changes just happened, it, it will be even harder until they extend hours. So I am looking forward to Animal Kingdom back to be, being back at a nighttime park because that place is gorgeous it just comes alive especially with the shows on the tree of life and rivers of light rest in peace yeah i for agree sure. i agree that's a good one so yeah. yeah i mean we've come up we're you know we've we've crossed the year barrier and some crazy crazy stuff has happened so hopefully we are looking towards a better future and we can get these things relaxed and we can get back to the full disney that we know and we love so cool stuff. Speaking of cool stuff, did you guys see that this week they announced that Disney Magic Mobile service was coming? <gasps> Thank you. We talked I about this I, I don't early really in the know show. How to feel about it? Um, I love Magic Bands, but I also love the 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 ability to not have to have a Magic Band because mm. I forget mine a lot. So. You know, here's what they here's what they said. It was announced towards obviously the end of last year that Disney's going to be doing away with the Magic Bands. They'll still be around. You can still purchase them. They're just not going to be complimentary anymore. Um, so they're bringing this thing that's going to be into you know connected to your phone. It's going to be an app through my Disney experience that's going to incorporate all of that stuff. So we hope to see obviously. Because it's that, it'll be on your Apple Watch and you can use your watch just like a magic band. But my question to you guys mm-hmm. is we all know how glitchy the app is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. When we were when you had to do the fast pass system, we knew how glitchy the app was. So how do you guys think it's gonna roll when this is the number one way mm. to get in the park, use your fast pass, pay for your meal? buy merchandise what do you guys think for me i hear your answer uh, i hear you want to hear mine Mm -hmm. Uh, i the biggest challenge is with the fat with the magic band you literally had to go over and just be like boop and it was done especially now because they're not requiring the fingerprint so here's the challenge you're going to have the people that totally weren't paying attention in vacation mode. Oh gosh, I'm not even signed into my app. And then they get into their app and then they're like, I don't know my password. And then my thing is how long are the, the queues going to be to get into the park because people aren't prepared. Now I get it that like sometimes we ran into it quite often with our daughter for some reason, like her fingerprint just wasn't working until I finally switched it over to mine, but she likes doing it. So then I had to switch it back. And so, you know, sometimes they have to wave and the cast member comes over, you know, and so that was already not going to lie frustrating enough. So I, I, that's my, the bottleneck of people who just don't know what they're doing. That's my concern. You know what I think? Here we go. mm, this is kind of selfish. I'm really excited about it because I'm really excited about how easy it's going to be for me. Yeah. Because I know how to use it. Me too. Here's the thing, Dave, you talk about like people who are like fumbling with the app, but like Disney needs to make it a part of planning your vacation. Yes. Because here's, here's like how easy it is. I just double click and it's ready to go. Like it's, it's right there. 
and I know really well that I can rely on my Apple Watch um, because I've never had problems with Apple Wallet. Right. And the best thing is it's not a QR code they need to scan. You double click and you tap your tap go. phone or your Apple Watch to the tap style. Yeah. And you're in, yep. you know, yep. and it's not, um, it's not, you don't have to fumble for the app. You don't have to do any of that because yeah. it's all directly in your wallet on your phone. But I feel like even when to hear you say that, the first thing that pops to my mind is, as as well as Disney helps people plan for vacations and mm-hmm. people do, vac- you can always tell Brandon. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> you can always tell that family that d- has no idea about the magic bands because all right. eight of them have gray, right? Gray. Gray <laughs> have the, and so, like, even with all the planning that Disney helps you do, people just sometimes they like it doesn't connect with them. And like, I paid. Oh, I paid and did this. I'm like, oh, if we we. Like, and they either come in the mail or they get yeah. them when they check in at their resort. So that's my, like, I agree with you for us. I mean, we are definitely technology people for sure. And I think a lot of people are, most people are, but I mean, you're talking to get like, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to age bracket them, but like, I mean, I just like, I could see my mom trying to like, without me, like she would like, what I got to use my, like, now they still have the traditional ticket. You can still I th- get the card ticket. I think. I feel like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to opt in for Magic Mobile. That would I feel be like most people are going to. I mean, uh, like we talked about, the Magic Bands will still be around. I mean, yeah. you can still use them. They're just not complimentary. So, right. I feel like I feel uh, you know over half the people would be just like, I'll pay five dollars for a Magic Band. I'm not messing with the app. <laughs> right. 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 So I'll, I mean, I'll buy it for you. You were. T- you were talking about the bottleneck. I don't think people like us who know how to work an Apple watch and know how to work their wallet. We're going to fly through. And I think the other people are just going to use their magic band or use their card just to get in. Right. I just think my concern is more with the app working true more than people knowing how to use it. That's, that's my concern. Yeah, if you have a smartwatch, yeah. that will be the way to go. Assuming that they do it more than just the Apple Watch. I don't know if they will. Well, I mean, no, well, there's the Apple Watch and you can put it, it'll, it'll be in your wallet on your phone. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you have your, you have your payment cards in your Apple wallet, but on top of that, you can add loyalty cards and loyalty cards now, uh, as of a couple years ago, can be tap, you yep, know, tap they're not pay. just, yep. um, they're not just scan a qr or code. tap to redeem yeah so that'll yeah. be i think that'll be helpful yeah for sure i like it. it's it's good i mean like change is good like whatever yeah like i mean let's let's be honest i mean how many millions and millions of those things that are just gonna you know fill up a landfill because they made this yeah. so and i like this and like you know don't go buy an Apple Watch for this, but the Apple Watch by far is going to be the easiest. You don't even have to take a, the phone out right. of your pocket. It's very yeah. Magic Band esque. I mean, that's the benefit yeah. of the watch. And they and even I mean, have, for years we've been asking for our Apple Watch to do what a Magic yes, Band does. Yes, because we already own an Apple Watch. So yeah, and the hotel key. I hope they put it all on there. <laughs> yeah, I remember when the Apple Watch came out. I was like, oh, finally Disney's going to come up with a solution for this where I don't have to use a Magic Band, and that was like year two of Magic Bands, and here we are, <laughs> three hundred years. Here we later. are, almost ten years into Magic Bands, and they finally gave us a solution. Um, it's been eighty-four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, we talk about some 
changes. You know, Magic Mobile is really exciting. I'm very excited for that. But one thing that I'm very excited about is there is no longer a giant hunk of steel in the middle of Epcot. Yep. It's gone. I agree. I was there on, uh, I was there last Thursday and I walked by that place and I was like, holy moly, that whole building is gone. It's I think gone. there was like two metal columns left up, but everything else was gone. Ladies and, it, and gentlemen, it was crazy looking. My childhood has been erased. You know what I think is really, what I thought was really interesting last time I was there. Um, I, one thing I thought was really interesting about that building. I was walking through that uh, bypass that they have now to the seas pavilion and the land pavilion, like to that side of Epcot. Um, and on the back side of interventions West was office space you could tell it was office space because it was there were blinds and somebody had shelves and like i was like in the middle of epcot there used to be a character spot here wow. what is going on <laughs> it's very weird um anyway it's true i had a friend uh she was a manager in, in scheduling and she actually her office was in epcot that's crazy that's crazy what a what would, a view to have from your office window. I would take that job. Yes. Anyway, so, okay, Interventions West is gone. It's yeah. demolished. Um, but now, I guess, you know, it's making way for Moana Journey of Water. That's going to be really... Did you say? Really, make way, make way. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't even catch the fact that I actually did that. <laughs> and now I'm really excited about that. <laughs> so, anyway, everything, um, everything is done. It got demolished. And as soon as that, uh, as soon as it went down, uh, everything broke. Everything went down. Somebody broke Epcot. And I thought, hmm, it's the curse of Interventions West. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. But no, everything broke. So, like, the power grid went down. And this is definitely not the first time. Epcot had some major power issues i don't know what it is so maybe it was because it was yeah. built in the 80s i don't know maybe the 70s were better so. for power. <laughs> yeah you know yeah. one one thing we actually didn't put in the show notes this week because it's breaking news as of today as of we're recording disneyland opens april 30th oh my gosh we can't go. We can't go. We can't go. but let me tell you I'm what i'm excited s- for them yeah i'm excited for some disneyland content Yes. Because you know all, all the vloggers and all the yes, influencers will be there. missing. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. Tired of talking about this coast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But your backyard? Yeah, it's so tough. I know. We yep. get it. I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, back in episode two, I had this topic idea of like the IPification of Disney parks and resorts. And, um, you know, it was, it, it was a fun topic, but I kind of had, um, like a little bit of an epiphany, uh, when we were, uh, going to see Raya. That was, thank you, Dave. Thank you. Epiphany. Epiphany. <laughs> um, 
No, yeah. I when we went to go see Raya, and you know, it's a really unique film, and um, it was such an original idea that came from Walt Disney Studios. But, um, you know, my mind just kind of started turning. Like, I think really the question is, you know, or not the question, but like we're Disney's throwing their films, throwing their characters into the parks and everybody's like, oh, this is so horrible. Can't they come up with an original idea? And then I thought, why are people seeing it that way? Like, the films are original ideas. So here's my question. Here's my question. Do you think that Disney is replacing old attractions, resort themes, and stuff like that? Do you think that's Disney losing creative ideas? Or do you think that Disney is now of the mindset that when we make a film, we have to figure out a way to incorporate it into the parks, even if it means destroying a classic? What do you think? Hmm. Brandon, I'll let you, I'll let you go first. Okay. I, I have some thoughts on this. I don't think that it's Disney necessarily saying that we have to get, you know, like a new movie comes out. We have to put this in the park. I think it's more Disney's mindset. Times have changed. People's interests have changed, right? Yeah. People now have shorter attention spans than they did before. And they get bored much more easily than they did before. So I think it's more Disney saying, We need to incorporate these things that have made us millions of dollars in the theater, in merchandise. We want to find a way to get that same idea or that same theme to bring people to our amusement parks or our theme parks. So I think, you know, people are going to continue to come for Peter Pan. They're going to continue to come for Small World. But if you can invent a new and inventive and exciting way to get somebody to come see guardians of the galaxy or come see Avengers that they have gotten excited about in the movie theater. That's a new way to get new customers. You're always going to have your Disney loyalists who will go every year because they love Disney, but that may not be enough to bring the new people, especially after this pandemic, you know, you want to, you want to get people excited to come back to the theme park. So I think it's less, we have to get people or we have to come up with a way to get our movies and our stuff into the park and more. We just want to attract new customers with great ideas. That's good. That's good. I I mean, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think Disney is losing creative ideas i just think they're finding smart ways to incorporate it <laughs> you know like it just i yeah yeah hmm what do you think well to to physically answer your question is disney losing creative ideas in the parks yes and no so that's all i have to say i'm just kidding <laughs> so here here is my Here's my challenge to people of this great earth. We have become emotionally lazy. And so what I mean by that is when you look back to Walt 
and that original team and these ideas that they just kept coming out with, they didn't have movies that they made to pull content and and park ideas from. And knowing Walt, he was very much, let's create, create, create. Let's not borrow from other people's stuff and bring it into our place. And so the the quick answer, because I could talk about this for a long time. The quick answer is, I, I think people are going to be drawn more to what they know because it's comfortable. So meaning that like I'll be completely transparent with you. I'm blown away at how long it took Moana to come into the parks. Like it's, you know, they just leveled that building and here comes the journey into water journey of water. water. Yeah. Um, And then they just redid the poly and the rooms are themed on that. Like it it surprised me that it took this long. I felt five years. Yeah. It felt like it took even longer for frozen to get into the parks and they were all the store and all the rage. And so five years here is my, okay. So it's pretty consistent. Yeah. At least. <laughs> yeah. So here's my problem. I think people just can't get emotionally excited about something that they don't know what it is. Right. I mean, when small world yeah. came out, like yeah. how amazing that was, it wasn't like there was a small world movie or TV show or or Disney short that that came from, right? That didn't exist. Yeah. And then you think about, I mean, we all know that where the carousel came from is because he was sitting in a park bench in Griffith Park while his daughters were riding the carousel. And that yeah. was literally where he had the idea of, we need a theme park where everybody can ride the rides and everybody can enjoy as a family. Right. And so all of that stuff came from that. But I just think that... They don't have a choice to, because I think to create something new, people just won't have an attachment to it, right? I mean, you think it, like, think of something like Imagination, right? Like, I mean, that's a very original attraction that they just came up with. And, like, I know it's old and dated, but could you imagine that that ever being popular again? No, probably yeah. not, right? Because it's not anything right. that's, people are just emotionally lazy. There's not this unbelievable, movie or tv show or cartoon or comic book from their childhood that is so drawn now there are people that love figment i'm one of them but there are people that love the figment ride because of that was their childhood at the parks growing up it was it was there and so i feel like that's a long-winded answer but like i wish it didn't have to be this way but i just don't think people will get excited if they don't already know what it, they don't understand the emotion and feeling behind it that led to it landing at a park. I mean, I even think about harmonious, right? I mean, that is just going to be, they're literally going to be screens in the water of all of their IP. Like that's just what it's going to be. Like to me, I'm like, that's not very creative in the water. (laughs) Yeah. They're IPing in the water. (laughs) There is your show title right there. (laughs) They're IPing in the water. I just think that is it going to be fantastic? It's got to be better than the filler show. Oh gosh, with that one, it can't can't be worse. (laughs) Anyway, um, and and so that's my answer. I I think it's, of course, it's going to come from films because they can gain an audience, they can gain a a passion, they can gain merch, they can like, you know, if you have a little that it's going to, that's going to grow up with Raya and have the whole bedroom suite, the, all the stuffed animals. And then you go to a park in five years and she's now 
9, 10, 11, 12, and there is the movie of her childhood now in the parks, of course that's going to draw people in. So I think it's just, they don't really have a choice because we're emotionally lazy. I could have just said that and been done. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. That was a good topic. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I agree. And I, just to, I before we wrap up, just to... <laughs> Pile on to what you were saying. Pile on's not the real word. Expand on what you were saying. That's the word I was going for. Just to piggyback. We've gone from a place where people want to see it because it's new and cool to a place where people want to see it because the technology is amazing. So think about uh, Rise of the Resistance. Think about Smuggler's Run. Like compare that to like back in the day when people were like the technology in small world is amazing. You have all these people waving and you have animatronics compare that to riding around a starship during a space battle. So like we've gone from, Oh, we went to see this amazingly cool thing to now the technology just has to blow us away. And I think the only way to do that is to continually come up with new stuff that, incorporates your eyepiece you know i'm so glad that you said that because i think this helps me further my point because I, I feel like i said yes and no but all i talked about was the no side of it i, I think the yes side of it is batu and what i mean by that is yes it's star wars yes there's that whole canon of everything that comes along with that like smugglers run is not original i mean it's a great ride because you're flying the millennium falcon rise of the resistance is pretty amazing but again that all ties into those movie themes but not the land not the land so they literally took a a, a new idea now i think it's going to be coming it might even be featured in one of the new shows that are going to be coming out on disney plus it may be mentioned or talked about i believe that batu might or in a, it's in a book somewhere but still it's 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 an area, it's a place of Star Wars lore that nobody had ever seen or been to before. So it wasn't like they built Tatooine, right? Are you with me? Yeah. And so yes. I, I think that does the yes side of it. Be, and, I, and to be honest with you, I think the reviews were ho-hum because there wasn't an emotional attachment to Batu. You see what I'm saying? I agree right. with that. So I think that was, hey, this was original, even though it was Star Wars, which is older than me. Right. And, and so, well, it's not, but <laughs> maybe by two years. Um, but I think that's the yes side of it. Super original, but I, it, it didn't really get the big, it wasn't like, this is the greatest theme park land in history. No. It really. And I don't yeah. think it was just because people that don't like Star Wars don't like Star Wars. I just think it, there was, it was hard for people to like, I don't know what this is. It feels different. Yes, it's Star Wars, but I don't know this land. And yeah. So I, I think that yeah. kind of proves yeah. the point. So, yeah. and when it first came out, everybody's like, where's Luke? Where's Leia? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Where, you know, so I, I definitely agree with that. So, you know, this isn't the first time Disney has done this before. I mean, uh, think back to uh, when uh, Avatar opened. Um, all of the. Uh, that the Valley of Moara doesn't exist in uh, the Avatar film. Right. They're yeah. setting up future films. 
Correct. Which the Valley of Moara will exist in future films. How many times have those films been pushed back? 15 years? 15 <laughs> times. Oh my gosh. The, the third movie was supposed to be out by now. I know. It's crazy. Uh, let's hop over to Disney+. Plus. Avatar has passed Avengers Endgame again for the highest grossing film. Which is crazy because I'm like... Who's buying Avatar right now? <laughs> well, they re- they re-released it in China, right? In China. Did they? Yeah, that's what it... Yeah, they oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's I didn't what I was going to say. Why do you need to make new movies? You just keep re-releasing the same one and keep making money on it. So how did they... Like, go. did they do it streaming-wise or theaters? Like, did people in China go to the theaters? I mean, I know they do. That's a, that was a horrible question. I mean, like during this pandemic, like are they are they as open as we are in the United States? I have no idea. It's a genuinely more question. I actually think they're more open. If I'm not mistaken, I think okay. so. they're they're more open than we are. They got to normal before we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's crazy. So yeah, it's probably in the theater. Insane. So we've got. We've got something fun. That music can only mean one thing. What does it mean, Dave? The Oscar nominations have dropped this week. And Disney had a f- has a few. They will air on ABC April 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I love the Oscars. I make Matthew come over and watch them every year. And he's on his phone the entire time. But I love them. So let's hear the nominees. The nominees for this year, we have Soul for Best Animated Feature, Best Original Score, and Best Achievement in Sound. Nice. And I would agree with all of those because Soul was an amazing movie. Yes, it was an amazing movie. We also have Mulan. Mulan was nominated for Best Costume Design and Best Visual Effects. Onward was nominated for Best Animated Feature. The one and only Ivan was nominated for Best Visual Effects. This and Burra was nominated for Best Animated Short Film. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your Oscar nominees. Now, there's some <laughs> other ones. We just wanted to have fun and do the Disney ones. But that there sounded was... so weird. That was like we were on the announcement show on the Today <laughs> Show or something. <laughs> I just thought it would be fun and stupid at the same time. Uh, there was some other stuff. I mean, Disney owns Hulu, right? And um, uh, something else. There was another show that was on there. But, yeah, uh, they're going to win some things. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, uh, I'd be shocked if Soul didn't win. My yeah. heart breaks for Onward. I wish Onward was last year. Like, I yeah. really, really like that movie. Yeah. yeah. That for movie sure. was great. Yeah. Soul deserves it. It was so good. And then the uh, only thing left to talk about in Disney Plus is, uh, I mean, WandaVision is a wrap. We've got, uh, and by the time you're hearing this, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be out. It will be yeah. launched. So we'll talk a little bit about that next week. But we are, um, I, I did you guys get to see the, the uh, hour-long Disney Assembled behind the, or Marvel Assembled, excuse me, the, the Marvel Assembled, like, one hour behind the scenes movie show of WandaVision. Oh, I caught a little bit of it. I didn't, oh, I didn't get to watch the whole one. thing. Yeah. 
I, I have it. not watched all of it. It's good. It's <laughs> the what I found funny is Matthew came over last night and I was like, I was watching the tail end of it. And I was like, it, it's longer than every episode in WandaVision. And there's 30 <laughs> seconds of credits at the end. I know, not eight <laughs> minutes. But it was really good. It was cool to see. As a camera nerd, it was cool to see uh one of the cameras that Matthew and I actually own was was in it. You could see, I don't know nice. if it was shooting B-roll or what, yes. but you could see uh uh, so camera ah, nerds, we love all that behind so the scenes stuff. Nice. Good times. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, good times. That is our show. Nice and short this week. I like that we have all this Patreon mm-hmm. content. Yeah. Leave you wanting some more. Mm-hmm. All right, Brandon, where can the people find us? Hey, the people can find us on all the social medias. They can find us on Instagram. They can find us on the Facebook. They can find us on Twitter. 80 pod FM. They can also go to our website, another Disney podcast.com. There you'll find links to our merch. You will find the attraction madness. Remember vote. The ne- this round ends on Friday, which is the 19th. The next round will start. Uh, so get your votes in. You can find all that right there on the website. Love it. Well, this is the end of the show. But I don't know if it's the end of the show for you because we'll catch you on Patreon for some extra content. There'll be some good stuff over there. Oh, yeah. Thanks for joining us this week, guys. We'll catch you next week. Love it. Bye. Bye.